Ladies, gentlemen, and those of us who work in restaurants, welcome to Ticket Stabbers, a restaurant podcast by restaurant people for restaurant people. I'm Jarrett Stieber, chef and owner of Little Bear, set to open this year in Summer Hill, but you may know me from my former pop-up, Eat Me Speak Me. For this episode, I sat down with a couple of Westside boys, Zeb Stevenson of Redbird and Nick Leahy of X and Tintin, on the patio at Tintin, Leahy's wine bar. We recorded the episode late on a Thursday night after dinner service wrapped up for both chefs. Here's our conversation. All right, guys, welcome. I'm here with uh, Zeb Stevenson from Redbird, Nick Leahy from X and Tintin. We're at Tintin, not drinking Tintin's wine, drinking our own wine. Appreciate that, guys. Uh, yeah, no problem. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to deplete your inventory. <laughs> yeah, you don't take the stash. We want you to drive revenue off of that. Damn. That's, yeah. that's big of you, bro. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a move. Yeah. Thanks for joining what me, guys. Thank appreciate you. it. Thanks for coming here, making yeah. it easy for yeah. me. So we're setting the mood. It's, uh, what day is it today? Thursday? Thursday, Thursday so. right? Thursday after service. Nick was down to cook, so uh, put us behind a little bit. We were all keeping track it's of the bad, extra guys. minutes. But it is late at night. We have... Well, I didn't work. I didn't do shit today. I just prepped. But these guys work service, and uh, that's that's how we like it. Everybody's nice and tired and gum brain. This is the ideal environment to talk shit about the customers who are gonna hopefully support our businesses, <laughs> and do all the worst things imaginable what could, what could from a business savvy standpoint. Whatever would we say negative about them? Yeah. yeah. So we're calling this episode West Side Boys. Nice. Because oh, yeah. y'all are some West Side Boys. West 100%. Side Story was already taken. I didn't want to get sued, but I guess I just said West Side Story. Do we have so to jump into songs? Anyway. Yeah, you have to do songs. Start clicking. I'm down. So for any of uh, you listeners, uh, the five of you that we probably have who <laughs> don't know these guys already. The crowd's expanded. I like uh, it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We've expanded. Yeah, yeah. Tr- we doubled from, yeah. from two and a half. We had uh, two people and this one guy who Young kid. technically yeah. wasn't alive, yeah. but had headphones on and it was playing. So yeah. yeah it counts in the ratings. That's right. So... Um, I guess Redbird's newer, but X and Tintin, also fairly young restaurants, both on the west side. Uh, you guys were neighbors in Buckhead, too. So oh, is yeah. this just like we can't run restaurants without being side by side? This is actually a, a many years long master plan that we hatched while <laughs> uh, in Brookwood. Yeah. Yeah, it took a long time to really come to fruition. I'm amazed. Yeah, uh, You just had to stay dedicated to the cause of being able to borrow stuff from each other at each other's restaurants. Interestingly enough, we have not borrowed anything from each other. No, but I've thought about it. Yeah. Have you? No. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think I texted you for like You texted me for milk, milk one day. There you go, see. And, and you texted me for a gallon of milk, and I went and I looked, and I was nearly shit out of milk. I had like a quarter. How much milk do you usually keep? <clears throat> it's just like on a good day you have cases of milk? No, or, yeah. no. It, my par is two gallons. Yeah. Yeah. So, for a week? Oh, God, no. No, that's uh, if I have two gallons that day. Yeah, I'll, you, you don't know, order it okay. for the next. Yeah, I don't I order like, it for the next day. Yeah, and then when when I get down to half, I'll order another case. Yeah, and I'll also speak into the mic better and apologize. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. I we am sh- worried. We share some cooks. Though. We do a cook. A cook. Everybody shares cooks. Yeah, like, it's impossible it's just now. How it is? Yeah, nowadays. exactly. Yeah. And and stages too. Yeah. I like when stages come in and you're like, so where else are you staging? Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not offering you a job anyway. Either, <laughs> so don't bullshit me either. Just, just here for you. Labor. I just want to peel t- some potatoes for me. Yeah, yeah. I just want to tell your other stage how much you suck. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Sabotage. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I thing. love that. Yeah. Jeez. Perfect. Guys. 
So. It is actually nice to be back in the neighborhood with Zeb, though. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, great working in the same building with him for so long, and I don't know. I we had fun. I would. I, I enjoyed just, like, swinging by just to, like, blow off steam. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's nice to... Just, like, come yeah. in and complain about the kids for a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you won't believe what they did. <laughs> you won't believe it. Fucking dipshits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had that bucket vibe too. It was like you are Yo. not going to believe how many people ordered baked brie that we didn't even have on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the but neighborhood. Once they saw yeah. one go out. Yeah, <laughs> one dog barks, they all bark. <laughs> that's that's how it works for sure. Oh, uh, you guys going to give me the rundown on the restaurants? I'm going to just start with you, Nick, because your restaurants are older. He's a, he's got the new restaurant hype, so he doesn't need the extra publicity. Yes. But we're just going to hype up X and Tintin first. Yeah, we are the the aged one of uh what nine months open yeah right. really really old old man on the block now but yep. uh damn grandpa yeah it's all that gray hair you can see in there trying to fit it but um yeah it, it, it suits you though yeah it looks good yeah i'm glad because you know, can't afford the uh just for men on a uh chef salary you know <laughs> so there you go um no so we open black garlic puree <laughs> <laughs> rub it through and get the brown back that shit's expensive too yeah that's true <laughs> uh so X and Tintin opened a uh, really share a space. So X is the Provençal restaurant inspired by my time growing up in Provence and the family. And Tintin is its funky little younger sibling wine bar that's in the same building. Really. Is it hard so, to explain to people? I don't know. Was, like, it, was it hard? No, no, that sounded <laughs> great. But I mean, are it, people like, oh, Provençal, got it. Uh, two restaurants under kind of the same roughly roof. I think uh, it was pretty awkward explaining it for the first month, and I stumbled over the words. But now yeah. that I've said it like 17,000 times, I've gotten uh-huh. slightly better at it. You still get a lot of people that um, say provincial instead of Provençal, mm-hmm. which... Provincial yeah. cuisine is from yeah, anywhere. You know, <laughs> na- narrow-minded cuisine instead yeah. of, uh, that's fine. Um, is that a new movement? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Should we be jumping cuisine. on this bandwagon? I think that's now? unintentionally what I've been doing my whole career. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just now occurring to me. It's, it's focused. Yeah. yeah. No, please. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is, I think, I've never heard a three-letter word you can pronounce more different ways than the name of my restaurant. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, that's fun. Yep. We're actually going to redo the waiter uniforms and get rid of these checkered collared shirts and give them t-shirts that just say the name of the restaurant and on and the back it's going to say pronounced things. like and then have like the dictionary thing so it's just pronounced like x simplify for everybody just put it on the back with all of the possible pronunciations <laughs> instead pick yours for tonight is what there you, a most common yeah, way that people fuck it up uh ix 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 the soccer team yeah so we're big into dutch soccer here. yeah for sure um no you hear them all like People are Aix, good at mispronouncing Aix, things. Uh, yeah. I've heard people still call it AIX. AIX yeah, is just a big call one, out the letters, all the yeah. letters. Oh, yeah. it's like we, it's a fraternity. Yeah. Al- yeah alpha. In, no, I don't know what I is. Iota? Is Iota? Kind of. Iodine. That, that, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's even more appetizing. So yeah, perfect. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Iodine all the time. Yeah, right. It's a thing. Mm. Yeah. See, should be marketing. Anything. There you go. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what that's about, it in a nutshell. Yeah. What about Redbird? Oh, my God. What are you telling people Redbird's like? Are people mispronouncing Redbird? No, they're not mispronouncing Redbird. All right, but, good. But um, what the restaurant is is still a little controversial in people's mm-hmm. minds. Because they're like, what is what is the concept? Yeah, everything I, has to have a concept. And I fucking bristle so much. At yeah. the, the, the concept is cook good food and be nice to people. 
And they're like, yeah, but what's That's the not good concept? enough for people. <laughs> no, it's I not know. good enough for it's people at all. It's too broad. It's too broad. It's too general. And they call you up and they're like, I need this to fit in for four or five words. Yeah. What can you tell me? I was like, tell them you're doing the cuisine of Southern Indiana. <laughs> Which would be. Which is very niche. <laughs> it's the other it's, end of broad. It's super niche. <laughs> yeah. It's the blending, it, the blending of saturated <laughs> fats. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that would be like Twinkies and crystal meth. <laughs> Yeah. You'd probably get a pretty good late that's night crowd. That's definitely North Georgia vibe, yeah. too. For oh, sure. shit. That's the, and sugar cream pie. Yeah, you'd get yeah. all kind of travelers from Tennessee woods and Mississippi and all yeah. kind of fun It's all the like things that, that yeah. you can eat when you don't have teeth anymore, like Twinkies. Have you been to my hometown? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. No, Redbird, um, I should probably talk about my restaurant. Yeah, I guess we should. Sorry for that. I'd rather just make I'd jokes, rather just talk about that's meth. okay. <laughs> 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 um... Redbird, what do we do there? We serve good ve- food. We basically. serve vegetable for lunch cuisine, and dinner. first of all. Yeah, right. we're open lunch, dinner, and weekend brunch. And the menu is probably 75% vegetable dishes, which yeah. is really important to me. Yeah. I Still hard on on Atlantans, unfortunately, but it's know, getting a lot better. It's You'd be surprised yeah. how many people are coming up to me and, and, and saying, thank, thank you, you for doing this really yeah. daring, stupid, borderline reckless thing. Yeah. And I'd say thanks. But I mean, opening any restaurant is that. So you might as well really just am. do the shit that you want to do and that That's you're good at. Yeah. It, it's always a dumb idea to open a restaurant. Well, Zeb's really, really good at cooking meat, too. Just for yeah. the record. Yeah, exactly. We but do okay with our meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we but honestly, like, if, if you look at all dishes. the like posts and stuff like that about the restaurant, you see like the most commented dishes across the board. Not that I've been like Stop. social media stalking there or anything. Is, yeah. The truth but, comes um, out. Wow. You'd see that's like the most commented dishes on there. So it's nice to see that people are like a little bit more open to it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. And then you know, it, to make it doubly difficult, I structured the menu well. I structured the menu by offering everything a la carte with no sections on the menu. So there's no appetizers. Yeah. There's no starters, snacks, entrees. And we don't have our proteins are available a la carte. And you're supposed to just come in and order stuff. Yeah. There's a place in Portland where my sister lives. We just visited that calls itself a reverse steakhouse that basically is like kind of y'all's menu structure yeah. but they just it's portland so you know they can throw out a term like that and people are like oh reverse oh i get it drive up in our subaru and go enjoy it <laughs> damn so. i really chumped it on that yeah but, but redbird's been open what seven weeks now and uh has it been time that flies long? it's been that long wow yeah. and uh it must be going well because i don't want to kill myself every yeah day. yeah it's a yeah. lo- low bar, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this it's a pretty high bar. I'll there, tell you yeah. that first week, I wasn't so sure I was going to make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Lord. Well, as long as you don't kill anyone else. You know. I'm sure you wanted to do that once or twice the first time. Oh, I so. still do. I mean, yeah. if we theoretically killed somebody in one of our restaurants, Could hide I mean, we have. Well. There's insurance, right? You're all carrying these pretty big policies. I mean, how much, like. Oh, I thought you meant we could hide the body well. Uh, the, yeah, the I mean, totally there's that too, of course. Yeah, the butchery side, I think, yeah. comes in handy. But, I mean, I don't know that mine covers it. I let a, read a lot of fine cover print, murder, but, <laughs> but I don't remember that clause. Sure that's a workman's comp claim, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. They oh, work for that you. stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, sign this real quick before Hired. Perfect. So what's uh, what's the West Side like? Uh, Are you guys surprised by what you've been getting here? 
demographic wise just atmosphere Has i think it's a lot uh more diverse than the buckhead neighborhood i think yeah, like I agree. not just i mean it's more diverse in every way like your age spread is probably way more diverse your ethnicity spread is more diverse your i don't know like what people are into is way more diverse um, the level of casualness which yeah. i really dig i dig yeah. the fact that n- not everybody comes to the restaurant dressed up feeling like it's fancy right no. like, I, I love that I think that's especially accentuated over here with like the two concepts where one's a little bit more formal and the other's a little bit more casual. So like you see people kind of dress up for X, although you don't have to come in in your t-shirt and ripped jeans or whatever it is that's fashionable nowadays. Oh, I think I yeah, that's definitely in. fashionable yeah. here yeah. in 1995. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is coming back. And your Reebok pumps. Your Jenkos. Uh, <laughs> Are Jenkos coming back, by the way? Can anybody confirm or Let's deny that? Let's hope so. Yeah. Yeah. LA Lights, Jenkos. Mm. I totally lost my train of thought now. Sorry. That's yeah, sorry. Yeah. We definitely just. That's no, it was. It was nothing important. I just lost in fantasy about. Well, I think what happened is you started complimenting the demographics, basically, and yeah. we were like, "Oh, this is getting too positive. Let's derail yeah. a bunch of stupid <laughs> right. jokes and Meth. get away from this uh, positivity." No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I think it's it's a, a wider, broader range to try to market and interact with. So. Yeah. Yeah, Buckhead was. Um, or is it bad to slag on Buckhead in this? It's nah, not it's slag. It's just it's different. Oh, come on. You it know. sucked. Yeah. It's yeah. Tough. It, it was fucking terrible. I think I, especially our area in Buckhead, I don't know when you were at Watershed, but like as we were opening Salt Yard, we really thought we'd be able to like draw Midtown and draw Buckhead and all thing, that because yeah. you're right in between the <clears> two. <throat> but I've learned that the people in Buckhead stay in like a one mile radius mm-hmm. and like are they'll, extremely they'll loyal to their business. Friday and Saturday yeah, maybe. But, but. Um, you know, their creature of habit, like, you know, you'll see them going to the same restaurant every Friday yeah. or the same restaurant every New Year's and stuff like There's that. traffic being, partitions too. You yeah. know, people are just like, yeah. they don't want to dive in and out of the traffic mm-hmm. too much. And you get that with like people who live in Decatur, stay in Decatur. They don't hardly come out to the rest of the town and vice versa. Like I mean, when Decatur we Decatur is hard to get to. Yeah, it's tough. It's I mean, not convenient. It's, fantastic, it's not convenient. But, but. So yeah, you know, you kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, it's hard to get out of where I am. And I have a bunch of stuff here I can go to. Yeah. I'll just go to this stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but that neighborhood, it seemed, you know, it seemed like it was really poised to catch. Lots to of catch different the, areas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, no, it really yeah. did. Yeah. And now they're both on the market again, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yep. Well, hey, it sort of worked out for you guys, though, right? Yeah, no, we're, we're neighbors again, well, so you know, all's well that ends well. Right? Exactly. There you go. Well, I guess it sort of brings me to the next kind of thing that I wanted to bring up, which, um, you know, you guys are both doing not fine dining, per se, but you're also not doing, you know, ex- extremely casual food. <laughs> all right. So it brings me to the next point that I wanted to bring up about uh, neither of you are super formal or super casual it's kind of somewhere in between you want it to be casual which i understand but is the regular customer understanding that are they able to say like hey this place looks beautiful i can just roll in in my t-shirt and come by after work or on my way up to the apartment i live in close by and just have a couple bites are you getting people who are like this is a nice place to go to which isn't necessarily what y'all want has that been hard to navigate um, 
I'm actually really pleased with how that aspect of things has been working out with Redbird. We really, we really seem to attract people kind of from, from all like walks of life and all kind of, you know, um, it doesn't feel like a fancy restaurant and we are probably 72% really casual people coming in. Oh, that's and we great. Get, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a win. Yeah. You know, do we get people coming in who are really dressed up? Yeah, from time to time, but not too often, you know. That's and kind of an Atlanta thing, though, in a <coughs> weird way. I always notice it when I go to other cities. I'm very surprised when I go to other places. I'm like, yeah, Lansing's kind of like dress up in a weird way. In their not own all way. the time, but in their own way. It's like stylish edge to hipster culture. There's people who are like want to go work at a coffee shop they still get dressed up like they're going into the office yeah. and they just sit in a coffee shop all day you get a lot more of that year than we do in some other cities around town so it's kind of like hard to tell if somebody coming to your restaurant is like oh they dressed up because they think we're fancy or if it's just like that's their thing yeah. yeah they always kind of want to look like that somebody asked me before the restaurant opened i was doing an interview and, and i said you know i really want the restaurant to have a come as you are feel and and she said to me, she kind of gave me the, like, really response. She's like, really, you would be okay if people came in in, in shorts and a T-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. And people do. They come in in shorts and a T-shirt. If they're going to pay money to buy the things here, they can wear whatever, whatever the fuck they want. They want. I just uh, want yeah. them to come in and have a good time. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. Just have wear. some clothing on. And that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. 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 Shoes are good, too. Yeah. Yeah, the baseline. No shirt, no shoes. No shirt. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason that's that's held steady <laughs> for so long. Yeah, exactly. Even on beach bars are also like, this is probably a good idea if you don't have even flip-flops on when you come in here. I think, like, you see it a little bit more on Friday and Saturday night where people are, like, treating it as, like, their night out, whereas the people that come in during the week are just people that go out to restaurants during the week. So yeah. I think you see a little bit more casualness. But the vibe that we are trying to create is just a great atmosphere to have dinner in so you don't need to put on jackets collars whatever you can as zeb said to quote the great kurt Cobain, come as you are and have a good time yeah. <laughs> stuck in this 90s thing like, i'm continuing my jeans. theme this man. is what's in yeah. kurt cobain we did it with the la knights or whatever like that that really got me yeah. Yeah. yeah that might have been the did, like you never wore jenkos while we spend a lot of time preparing for service to ensure things go smoothly, once the doors open to guests, all bets are off. Every shift is a new animal to deal with, and all you can expect is to expect the unexpected. So service-like tonight, like most recent service you worked. I know roughly yours was Nick was probably a little uh, less than ideal if you were down at Cook. Yeah, it's the classic story we start getting text messages that traffic's bad and i'm running late and i'm running late and i'm running late and then just radio silence yeah. so i guess i'm looking for another cook how long have they been working for you mm-hmm. just out of curiosity uh, he's a new one maybe mm-hmm. a month or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah traffic's bad traffic's bad a couple of texts later like motherfucker like, traffic's always bad traffic's bad traffic's bad traffic and now i'm too drunk to work uh, where, uh, <laughs> where i am right now <laughs> traffic's terrible here it's never good um, leave earlier but it's whatever, you know, yeah. as, as they always do, the other guys in the kitchen worked a little bit harder, picked up the slack. Everybody yeah. sort of worked a station and a third. And What station were you down? Uh, so our crudo station, so the station that does all the oysters and uh, seafood platters, mm-hmm. charcuterie boards, vegetable boards. It couldn't be the All the really fiddly, like, I, small yeah, spice yeah, and yeah, consuming exactly. things, yeah. 
Isn't it funny? We always put like the most inexperienced people on the things that are like, <laughs> you got to slice this like charcuterie and all this other stuff and like shuck oysters. I mean, but it's kind of not like overdressed a pain salads. in the ass station more than it's like a yeah. very high. Get, like opening oysters takes some skill to not like completely destroy the oyster and put shell in it and all that kind of stuff. But like working a slicer is don't put your thumb in the big spinny thing mm -hmm. and make it thin, right? <laughs> so like we've all it might that. be kind of a that ball was egg literally too. my first week <laughs> cooking when I was 15 years old and I started working at a restaurant and somebody tried to clean the meat slicer and the towel he it's turned it on when it's and running. put the towel yeah. on it yeah and just like sucked the yeah, towel yeah. up and he just <laughs> shaved his hand off like mm. it was a fucking piece of like head cheese you know yeah. I was no. like oh okay that thing's terrifying yeah. <laughs> don't good, go near that it's a way to learn some healthy respect for the machine yeah. and whatever that condition's called when people fall in love with inanimate objects don't fall in love with a meat slicer mm. yeah. it is mm. bound to lead to do some horrible yeah. things yeah mental images i have right now i'm just going i know, to I know off I'm the podcast, and, but and part of me is like you know what do it you get what you get at that point that's, yeah that's hey, fair yeah you kind of deserve a short scale evolution the other grossest one like has you ever seen anybody like turn on a mixer with their arm in it oh. i didn't was that you that no that's somebody else i was talking to you said they had they knew somebody at like a hotel it's, in vegas or something that, like horrific. got their hand caught up in a huge hobart and popped all their fingers like balloons going off oh my yeah. god that's there was like 11 breaks that you could see on this dude's arm. It was Are awful. we like you? So you saw that? I said, not yet. Jeez. Really? Mm. It was Ugh. disgusting. Mm. Are we like three sentences away from having that conversation about what's the worst thing you've ever seen? Because, you know, cooks do that. Mm. Like every time we, I mean, we get can to have it. that. Do you want to go? What's I know, the worst thing you've ever seen? I Zeb? can't beat that. I mean, I've seen my lease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Come to the west side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, my Nick. Lease is good. How are you, Carter? I love you guys. That's what I want to know. Underestimate, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, the cams aren't the horrifying part. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's the rest getting, of it. I'm getting beat the hell on cams. Yeah, cams a, cams a bitch. It can be. It can it be. It can, can, yeah. can be. Can be. Yeah. Central area maintenance. Just go look at one everybody. of the leases from, like, Pond City Market where you have to have a guy that comes and takes out your trash and yeah. you feel better. That's where they bend you over. Places like that, like Pond City Market or Crog Street Market or whatever. It's oh, like. Lord. Oh, it's going to be like, you know, it was Not eight bucks a year and now market, it's going to be, or eight bucks a foot. Now it's going to be 18 and it's going to be 25. Yeah. Like, Cause yeah. that's my landlord, by the way. Yeah. So I, I know. That's why I threw that in there for really you. They're lovely yeah. people. Oh yeah. Really sorry. I was just talking about Crog street market. Not uh, yeah. yeah. Pond city market <laughs> and Jamestown are great. Yeah. And Chelsea market, New York, whoever runs oh, yeah. that is fantastic. Fantastic. Is I heard that also Jamestown. It is. Oh my God. I heard they just bought the shops at Buckhead. I heard they did. Yeah. Have fun with that. And something Bucket. OTP too, I believe. <laughs> Cheers, gang. <laughs> um, what were we talking about before? Uh, the worst injury you've ever seen? Oh god. Oh, no, well, we were trying to talk about yeah. service, but yeah, then it, yeah, yeah. How was your service? And you yeah. were down a coast. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, you know, as I said, they, they everybody pulled together and picked up a little bit of the slack, and um, yeah, we had a n busy but not crazy service. So it was handleable. Nothing was going wrong. Right. So yeah, that's good. good. I shucked a lot of oysters. Which is kind of a happy, like, zen place for me. So I don't when there's really nothing mind else. It. Yeah, if I don't <laughs> yeah. have to, like, expedite and make desserts yeah. and run bread, and oh, it's a very happy place. When I have to do all those things, it's, like, half zen, half infuriating. Heck. Running bread? Mm -hmm. How do you put on the happy face when you have to go out there? Like, I'm still trying to feel my way through this because I'm very emotive, and, like, I just... I don't know. I just think it's 
something you have to do like it's valuable to mm-hmm. get out there and like meet your customers yeah, and know. you know they like seeing the face and seeing that you're there and seeing like yeah. hearing the story and touching and you know i think one of the most important things we can do to differentiate ourselves is to be out there on the floor showing people how much we care and all that kind of stuff so yeah. You might not always want to do it at like 7.30 on a Friday night, but I, I think don't. what it means to the guests that you go, even if you're just running something yeah. out and being like, hey, here's our charcuterie board that's this, this, and this, 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 and this. Hope you guys enjoy. You know, I think it, they love it. So you got to suck it up and you do it. That's fair. I have to ask because what what you might not You have know, a chef's counter, so. I do. I don't have that. I get to choose when I go out of it. Yeah, but the the nice thing about the chef's counter, because I've had, like, open kitchens that we worked out of for Eat Me, Speak Me. We'll have an open kitchen at Little Bear. Yeah. Is that you can be doing shit while you're there talking to people. It's hard when you just, like, wander off into the room and you're talking to people. I do hate wandering the up to the table with table. nothing. I, like, always yeah, have to like, go yeah, out so there what's with, your, like, your like, oh, What's I, your I always take a So I like to take out, like... I don't know, a round of bubbles at the beginning on. or an amuse or like a little gift from the kitchen or like, you know, we'll take out some Madeira at the end of the meal or right. something because you have to have something to walk up with. Otherwise, you're just you got like no walking material. up into the middle of somebody's conversation. You're like, here I am. Uh, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. And you, I don't know. It's just super awkward sometimes. Yeah. And some tables are like excited to see you and you can make it like pretty seamless when you some walk up with nothing. No but some idea like that you're the chef keep right. talking yeah, for a while and then they turn to you and they're like, yeah, yeah like, did, like, did what you, are you more doing bread? Or, uh, so yeah. I had this table. Where is that martini? You're like, I'm the like, boss, uh, okay? <laughs> this is my place, goddammit. Recognize yeah. me. <laughs> I'm um, usually just like, sweet, more cocktail sales. Another martini coming right up, ding, sir. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> my wife always makes fun of me whenever I'm in situations like that. If somebody is awkward and doesn't recognize you right away, she's like, oh, they must not have read a magazine before. She's like, oh, God, I'm not in magazines, please. She just loves to make me in magazines. Jerry. Is anybody in magazines? Who people don't even read those anymore. We're I mean, on. We're on blogs. My mother reads People magazine. Yeah, every my week parents still read the AJC. They're like, "Oh, you're in the AJC." I'm like, "Oh, that's still <laughs> that's, a, nice. that's still a like the AJC publication." Online, you mean, right? By the way, no, AJC, we love you. Yeah, we do. Yeah, AJC is like still the only place you we get do. Good food writing. We love it when you give us good reviews. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep, it did just give you a good review, didn't it? Well, they did a first look, and I was real happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't read it. Was it good overall? Oh, it was Deer and Dove's review that just came out. Yeah, that was a really good review. A deservedly good review. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard now. Speaking of awkward divulgence. (laughs) It's hard now because there's just not a lot of good food writers in general. Yeah, what happened? They well, all it, left. Like yeah. the best one, Besha Rodell was like creative loafing, didn't want to pay her. So she went to Los Angeles and won a bunch of James Beard awards for food journalism and then right. moved to Australia and is doing the same shit over there. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like cooks, whatever else. Like people just didn't want to pay people. Right. And then everybody good left. That's true. Except other places will pay food writers. Well, I don't think yeah. there's too many places around the world that pay the cooks all that well. Yet. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully we're getting there. But that's because they always get stuck in traffic. You're just like, <laughs> you. Traffic's bad. How long they are you actually going to last? Are you, are you worth I try to pay you well, but yeah. how many separation notices notices did you fill out today? Uh, <laughs> today, just yeah. the one. Uh, if you want to back it out, to nice two a twofer. Yep. There you go. You did two today. I did two today. Damn. Yeah. It does smooth so out. So how did your so service you know. go today? <laughs> <laughs> actually, service was great. Service is good. Yeah, yeah service so was really good. They were good separations. Yeah. Yeah, we were busy, and um, nobody 
freaked out and yeah yeah and caved in and yeah no it was really nice we had some service issues that we had to kind of scramble for we had uh a server who rang in table 24 twice even though it was two different tables uh, not only did they do it twice but they did it twice for two different courses so we had oh they're persistent s- yeah exactly and so that was nice to figure out Go on the get fly. Her. yeah nice so wait table 24 is actually table 23 but it's the first 24 that's 23 and the second 23 is actually 27 it's like you were there yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read about it one time. It's yeah. Never, it's never happened here. Or <laughs> we used to have a server all the time at, when we were at Gato, who would like put the guest number in the table number flipped a lot. So it'd be like two people would be at table four, and you'd write four people at table two, kind of thing. <laughs> so you like always. And there were like that there were four tables. Ordering and if you guys have been to Gato, <laughs> there were four tables. It was like just look at them and count on one hand like one yeah. two, it's at the third one you just turn your head you know. yeah you can see them right there i had a uh, uh, i had a server brew coffee today without grinding the beans so oh whole bean <laughs> yeah, that was really nice like put whole beans in the <laughs> they sure did yeah yeah it's pretty special yeah like how do you even I need mean, to be a server to learn that damn one i think they that, might that's be like on a life pills. skill well, I mean, she's probably just probably shouldn't let her near the hot water if she's on that many pain pills. The server is intuitive. Probably watched you make stock or something. It was like, well, you didn't grind up the bones, did you? That's a good point. She just steeped them whole. That's right. She was observing. She was and making absorbing. coffee there stock. You I doubt. You that. should make her a cook. See? Yeah. Never Not mind. with traffic the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Definitely. This traffic's gonna get in the way of my coffee stock. Oh lord. Production. I mean, I think whenever you're at a new restaurant, you have to, like, overhire for the inevitable attrition mm. that happens and stuff like that. Like, Do not open understaffed. So just for, yeah, do not open Whatever understaffed. You do. But also, it'll get better. Like, our it front will. of house staff has, like, leveled off and I think has gotten into a really good place now. Um, just like you, I know I was lucky enough to have... A lot of guys that I knew before worked in the kitchen, so we didn't have as much turnover in the kitchen. But, you know, as people figure it out whether it's a good fit for them and you mm-hmm. figure out whether it's a good fit for you, your staff turnover levels off and it becomes easier. Less separation notices, less table miss rings. And I didn't stuff hire like anybody who's ever worked for me before. Really? Which, yeah. I'm, I made a conscious decision to not hire anybody who's worked for me before in the kitchen. That's awesome. It was dumb. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing the opposite. I like yeah. only people who worked for me, basically. Well, I, just, I, guess I have two cooks, so that's yeah easy to do because I, I was just afraid, honestly, that you know, like cultural things from restaurants past that I wasn't yeah. happy with. That, yeah, you know, those kind of things you look back on and you're like, you know, I wish that we didn't spend so much yeah. time because oh, they can be toxic. Yeah, and they can be. Things, yeah. yeah, and so I, I was like, no, you know what? I'm just not going to hire any of those people can be the other way though too like you know if you hire the right people that you used to work with they can instill a positive culture and stuff like that yeah and i think i've definitely seen some of kind of the the other effects of that because you know or you know you have people to help you build your current culture that get what you're about and stuff yeah but i see your point it just would make life even harder i know restaurants. i love it when things are hard (laughs) holy shit Despite working for the better part of two decades in restaurants, I'm somehow still surprised by how guests can surprise me, both good and bad. One thing hospitality workers love to do when we hang out is vent about the situations and people we have to deal with on a regular basis. So let's talk about customers, huh? Yeah. So, 
in your estimation as experts, what makes a good customer? What makes a bad customer? And do you guys have either of them as regulars already? Because that's the thing. People are like, oh, I have these great regulars. We all get shitty regulars too. It's like these people show up all the time and they are that person. At 7.30 and on a table every time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think uh, a good customer is somebody that's just open-minded to whatever experience you're trying to give. And uh, I think the only like truly bad customer is probably somebody that if you make a mistake, doesn't give you a chance to make it right. Yeah. Um, it definitely you know, happens. There are other challenging customers, and there's other challenging situations with customers, but I think that's really the only kind of customer that I w- would phrase as a bad customer is somebody that is like rude to the staff. not happy with something, becomes rude, doesn't either doesn't let you fix it or doesn't tell you anything's wrong until they're. Yeah. at home and yelping about so like it. There's, there's not like a lot of them, but there's definitely that sort of person yeah. that's like fishing for Waiting some for free something shit. To go wrong. Yeah. 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 Like if I complain about this, like I could, I could probably get some free stuff out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, for the most part, we're in the hospitality business. So if they come through your doors, be hospitable, give the guests what they want um, within reason, you know, even so. if they're bound and determined to be which you just got to keep mm-hmm. trying to do your part. Yeah. And, you know, some some of them you literally can't win. Like, yeah, we had one that, like, put an open table note on her reservation, like, 28 minutes before she sat down that she wanted Perry breast. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I was course. like, Wait, we can't what? do that. Yeah. And she got super not happy about it. Um, she really did? Yeah. And I'm sure she's one of the five listing right now, just oh, by the law of averages. Sure. So well, yeah, if you are, ma'am, I'm still sorry. Yeah, um, fuck you. Yeah. Also, From Chef also Z at Redbird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to my restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. But yeah, so there's difficult customers. Uh, but yeah, as long as they are open-minded to what you're trying to do and they give you a chance to fix any bumps in the road, yeah. then that's all you can really ask from people. So. I mean, yeah. my incident earlier with the server who rang in yeah. table 24 twice, you know, one of those table 24s was Fine. regulars, great regulars yeah. of ours. People who I really value. Yeah. When I see them come to the restaurant, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad they're back. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? They were really understanding. Yeah. You know, were they happy? No. 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 So they'll but give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they know. Are they, uh, are they people who have, like, eaten with you before? From oh, yeah. Go back to Watershed and... Actually, these folks were never watershed customers. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but so I know them from around. Yeah. Livingston customers? No. no. Yeah, we remember. No, we first met at Ticonderoga Club, actually. Right. Yeah. I skipped some steps in there. I should have said Parish. Then. I didn't have any customers at Parish. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. I don't feel bad. <laughs> oh, I fucked up that restaurant long before you did, so. <laughs> I tried so hard, though. I'm just kidding. Listeners, I didn't try to. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's just it ironic. Was, it just the name was of the place is Parish, but <laughs> the, belt li- the belt line just wasn't open yet. That was the only problem. Now it's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're we'll gonna go there. Yeah. Yeah. So next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my segue there? I love <laughs> it. It's like you read my mind. Very smooth. It was funny there because like talking about customers and all that other stuff. <clears throat> I'm curious to see what you guys think makes a good customer now because it was. It was funny, the first episode that we did at Ticket Stabbers with um, Mercedes O'Brien and Melissa Davis, uh, they were basically just like, 
a good bar guest is somebody that says please or thank you and that was kind of the end of it they're just like yeah that's always nice <laughs> and i had some friends of mine who don't work in restaurants who listen and they were like that's really depressing i was like yeah i know yeah. be nice to us yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but I'm do, kinda do curious. You say please or th- yeah, yeah, do you say please or thank you? So I'm kinda curious what you guys think. You know, obviously like adventurous, open to the experience. Is there anything beyond that? Contemplative. A heavy drinker, is that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not well, worried to, about to the a, cost. To a limit. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say yeah. just heavy enough. Yep. Um I mean I think you'll hear like things about spend and check averages but i don't know that that mm. necessarily makes the best mm. customer um i think it's like you said it's more about the guest who engages with you and what you're doing and yeah. is interested yeah it's in willing to trust you yeah a little bit guide the experience yeah we used to yeah. get that a lot with eb speak me like this and this together like that sounds weird i might get something else it's like yeah we put them together because it fucking sucks and right. we just like wanted to just see if you'd buy it like, we wanted to make all the other dishes look yeah good. yeah exactly it's like well no like we on, had just try uh, my daughter's music teacher is a vegan and she used to come eat with us and every time she comes into whatever restaurant she doesn't say like i want this or that or the other she's just like i'm this hungry and we just sort of cook that many dishes for that's her awesome. and i think yeah. that's like a really nice yeah. open-minded type of guest yeah, yeah like, you just want people if you get have that kind ride. of attitude i think that's right yeah because yeah. not every dish you make is going to be great we all know that i mean you know when you put a dish on the menu you're like someone needs some work it's kind of the opposite it it's the special that you spend like nine days on that you're like this is fucking perfect i yeah. fucking nailed it and you and sell it like two and three days and yeah, everybody and else eats it for family meal and yeah. then you like make something in the 12 minutes before you open and you're like hey look i made a fritter and your staff's like i'm gonna sell 437 yeah, of those yeah, tonight exactly they used to do a um remember? staff's like what do you have the least prep on tonight <laughs> perfect i'm gonna sell 10 off the rip yeah and just like oh, oh god oh it's an exhilarating game to play though isn't it oh yeah mm. what it, was it uh does food arts magazine still exist that's not a thing anymore is it your two arts. I still have yeah. lots of them. I don't know if they've the, released any new ones. <laughs> if Food Arts is listening, I'm sorry. So a magazine, Come Jared, yeah. was this collection it, it, of yeah. papers. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like those weird glossy newspapers. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay. And they had the. They used to have this. Uh, this. What did they call those? You're gonna well, they, have to give me a little more to work with there, so. You're not reading my mind. No. Just yet. Oh, tin type photographs. <laughs> mm. At any rate, they used to have this section every month where it would be like, they would ask chefs, you know, like what dish killed that you didn't think was going to kill and what dish that you thought was going to do really well. Flop. Fucking flop. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. We should put that on the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, the one thing that you spent so much time on, you developed and you thought about and you slept with it under your pillow Mm -hmm. and then you sell it. You're just like, I don't understand. Why did these people not want a bone-in chicken thigh sandwich? It makes no sense. (laughs) It was fucking perfect. It's texturally brilliant. The American palate. (laughs) They just don't get it. The crisp of a sourdough loaf cut with mostly crust on bone and chicken skin is unbelievable. And nobody got it. It gives you a handle to hold your sandwich with. Too. That's exactly nice. it. Yeah, people like corn dogs. They don't eat a whatever. Someday, Jared. They don't get me. One of these, yeah. <laughs> Nobody will ever understand. Isn't that me. part of the fun of being a chef, though? Is you can always claim the like. Oh, they don't get me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
That's why nobody I'm putting, understands. That's why I'm putting me. 30 seats in my restaurant. I'm like, nobody gets me. It's that's, fine, thankfully. You have a restaurant called Brooding Teenager. That's what you do when your dish really sucks. Oh, they just didn't get yeah, yeah, that's they didn't right. Understand. Yeah. But we make those excuses, though, don't we? Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> no. No. It just kind of sucked. Yeah. It was a bad idea. Yeah. Move on. That was yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, take it off the menu. The rest of that one's life. for family meal and uh, <laughs> move on. Don't make me start talking about banana cake. <laughs> oh, Lord. Wait. So, let's Zeb, talk what's up about with banana, banana cake? cake. You know, upside down banana cake. First of all, I thought the cake was delicious. It was very picturesque, too, for those who follow me on Instagram at M I S T E R underscore Zeb. At any rate, but the staff just kept coming back to me. They're like, at Chef you, no, it's not really. you should really try it <laughs> you should peeling think about the bananas doing this, first, right? Chef. Just peel the bananas. <laughs> I thought it was a win. <laughs> I was wrong. So was it not yeah, a win because it didn't sell, because it got bad customer feedback, or because the staff wasn't engaged the by it? The staff just couldn't get behind it. it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's there was always just something un- There was something almost kind of intangible about it. You know, sometimes they just don't connect with things. And, and sometimes they annoyingly connect, like, with one dessert, and you don't sell the rest of your dessert menu because all they sell is the one. Yeah, the so one I mean, they the like. staff is, like, your point of contact with your guests. So it's what they get and what they get behind that is going to be your top selling thing. Yeah. Unless you visit every table. Then you can sell some banana cake, so. I never really had that luck. I feel like if yeah. every t- guests are always like, what's your favorite thing on the menu? And it's like, at Eat Me Speak Me, we had seven or eight dishes. It was like, you're like the literally good, all like, of them. Great, I'll yeah. have all the other ones. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. That protein I've never heard of that's <laughs> mostly eaten everywhere else in the world. Yeah, I'll just take uh, whatever, the chicken dish. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. The blood pudding. I mean, blood pudding's delicious. It really is. Yeah. Actually, good blood pudding is delicious. Yeah. Bad blood pudding is like any Like vile. anything yeah. else yeah. is, like, bad green beans are terrible. Well, there's two exceptions to that rule, right? It's pizza and sex. So. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, that's what they say. Have you ever had sex with a pizza? Uh, once again, I'm going with pleading the fifth. Highly recommended. <laughs> prefer an upside-down banana pie for that. Italian American pie. We can have that arranged. <laughs> oh, it's going downhill here fast. Yeah, where do you think Meat Lover Supreme came from? <laughs> <laughs> Human to pizza sex move. Anyway. Owning your own business is both a blessing and a curse. Zeb and Nick have spent a lot of time building their careers, but these restaurants are new territory for them. Whether it's dealing with staffing, unhappy customers, or the insane process of permitting and building out a space, doing your own thing will push you to the edge. How about fucking up your life? Let's talk about business ownership. (laughs) Zeb, is this your first time? This is my first time. Because you had cool arrows before this. Yeah, but that was was a pop-up. My girlfriend owns a business, and she's really good at it. Yes, she is. Yeah. She's had it for 13 years. A lot of food, corner of Auburn and Randolph and one in the airport. And the airport. And the yeah. airport. Mm-hmm. She's had her business for 13 years. She's good at it. Yeah. She doesn't, first of all, I don't advise, I don't even go down there because she doesn't need my ass down there. Like, yeah, she's got her own thing. Yeah. She's no, you're just getting in the way. Fuck yeah. Yeah, well. you're dead weight. Oh yeah. Big time. Except for the pop-up. 
Except for the pop-up. Yeah, and so, you well, know. Well, that was just a charity thing. You know, She's like, do your cute little thing. No, mm-hmm. and, and that was cute. really nice of yeah. her to let me do that while I was out of work for yep. 16 months. Mm-hmm. And just basically, she basically, she got tired of looking at me. Yeah, she's like, just do something. Jesus. Just, the yeah. ADD was grating on her. Yeah. 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 I tried to read. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic reading. So instead, 90s we, uh, reference again. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so instead, we made tamales. But yeah, this is my first stab at, at business ownership, and <clears throat> it's pretty awful. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, but in it's a good really way. great. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a double edged sword for a cliched term, but it is. It's yeah. it's great. It's it's kind of like when I bought my house. You know, I you know somebody told me they said you know. Well, wait till you buy your own house. It will feel different. And I was like, nah, it won't feel different. And when I bought my house, I found out it does feel different. Mm-hmm. And there's just mm-hmm. something kind of intangible about it. And owning the business is, it's really amazing. It's super expensive. It is. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on that people, the people who work for you don't see. Yeah. And they don't understand. Yeah. Um, and, and they never will. And, and they never Nor will. should they. They shouldn't no. be put in the position to. Well, it's, not, the, it's not their job to care about yeah. all the things that you now have to care about. Yeah. You know, no. so like, especially as a chef, you used to get to focus on 30% of the business, right? That's and right. And you got to like really hyper-focus yeah. and be like super passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically now, your business savvy as a chef at someone else's restaurant was like, can you do percentages? Okay, you're good. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But now oh, you have to be super cost. passionate about things that you're obviously not passionate about, like the cost of every stupid little fucking thing yeah. you have to put in your restaurant mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I mean... It's really rewarding to get to be an like, owner. It's also really challenging, and it's you know what really sucks like is chairs. <laughs> chairs are. I mean, like, why are chairs so expensive? We have, Jesus we God have eight different chairs in this restaurant. Don't talk to me about damn chairs. Yeah, Ada, congratulations to no. your design team. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're they were here tonight supporting us, so I'm not going to say anything yeah, exactly. negative. They did a Can we cut that out? Well, it's one of the, it's one of those things. But there like, are eight chairs, which is ridiculous. There's so nothing much. you can really do about it. It's like even like those shitty like balsa wood stools from Target are like forty bucks, <laughs> and that's like the oh the God. shittiest thing you can get. Okay, how much was your most expensive chair? Uh, I think the ones in the PDR have a comment in them. That's our most expensive Holy chair. crap. Yeah, see, so people just take that for granted. When you, <coughs> go and sit you only and have 10 of them. So but still. But still. It's not like it's all that adds, patio. That adds an extra number before the comment when you get up to 10. Yes, so. it does. I bet so, they're beautiful. They yeah. are super comfortable. Yeah, right? These are things that people don't even think about. No, they like, don't. This is what I put my ass on when I come eat this garbage, and they have no idea. This is what I spill my red wine on when I come eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had a guy we had a guy call the restaurant yesterday insisting to speak to somebody about how we could make our restaurant better. It's a great call. That's super helpful of him. He, he wanted to let us know that the, the design was all wrong. Oh, yeah, of course. All it was. wrong. Yeah, and what we need to do is. So you put it, him in contact with Smith then, right? I should have done that, yeah. <laughs> did you use Smith Haynes? I did. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. use Smith Haynes. He did a great job. Yeah. For the record, everything Smith touches is beautiful. So that guy would have just been telling Smith the wrong thing, too. But yeah. yeah. But I like the fact that people will come back to you and tell you, like, this thing that you yeah. spent so much. Passion, a, a and, passion time. Yeah. and time and money exactly yeah. is all wrong. Yeah. You need to do it differently. Oh yeah, I'm gonna jump right on that. Asshole. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me pull another half million dollars out of my ass. Yep. 
<laughs> people are the best. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> but there's also something really exhilarating about owning the business and having a team and, and, you know, and being able to display a different level of leadership than you displayed when you were just a chef. It feels great. It really does. Like I walk into the restaurant every morning and I love being there. I had to go appear in front of the, uh, the license review board last week for liquor license, which we could do a whole episode on that. Um, yeah. And I got out early and my first thought, you know, as a, if you were an employee, your first thought would be great. I got out early. I'm going to go home. Yeah. But my first thought was awesome. I get to go back to the restaurant, you know, and that made me happy. I came back and everybody was like, chef, you're back. And I was like, yeah, like, let's do dinner, you know? And that felt good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely that notion with, uh, the first happy martyrdom. ending to a liquor review board story I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, exactly. It was a star-studded cast, by the way. Melissa Davis was there. Nice. Yeah. I would have been there if they you just would have put been me there. on the fucking agenda. Rusty Bowers was there. Yeah. And Rusty got his, so you can now go to Chop Shop and have a cocktail on the patio. or Which I'm close to. can go there. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome, Rusty. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. They just forgot to put me on the agenda. I'm glad I called the police department six times in the last two weeks. I was trying to see, like, do I need to bring anything? Like, you know, a form I need signed or just anything with me? They didn't answer all my calls. I finally got in touch with someone the morning of, and she was like, oh, you're not on the agenda. I was like, of course I'm not. I'll yeah. just go ahead and sharpie the date to be different on the poster in my window and come to the next one. Sounds good. Those things are so weird and formulaic, though. I know. They're like, do you know what rule blah, 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 blah states? And you've mm-hmm. been prepped by your <laughs> lawyer to, yeah. yeah. Just, just make sure you say this. Just so everybody yes, listening knows, do. you have to be completely done with your build out and get all your final inspections before the police department can even sign on the fucking application and get it to the mayor's desk for them to get to the state, whatever. So when you come to a restaurant and you're like, mm, I don't know about feeling like I'm going to pay $15 for this glass of wine. You should just fucking pay it and get the glass of wine. Cause please. Yeah. We've been through hell to get this. I have two liquor licenses here. Cause you don't have a line of sight from my one fucking bar to my other bar. So because there's, I mean, they're like fucking 12 <laughs> feet apart. Well, right? that's, that's discriminatory to <clears throat> people with x-ray vision. I mean, there's a hole in the damn door. I tried that and they still said it wasn't you're good enough. You're kidding me. Yeah. I mean, not like a hole. There's a portal. Yeah, there's a cabin <laughs> thing. Like, whatever. But, yeah. If yeah you had, I didn't punch a hole in the door. I was going to say, if you had cut a hole in the door, would that we bought, help? We bought too many chairs for the PDR, so we couldn't put a window into the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, chairs was the very first thing that I argued with my partners about in the build-out. Because I was like, chairs. How are we going to spend that much money? Yeah. They're like, just shut There's up. no way around it. It's like, there's, yeah. So there's like yeah. basically no way around But people do like comment on the, like, they say sh- stuff about the chairs and whether they're comfortable uh-huh. or not comfortable. Yeah, they say right. whether the bathroom's nice or not nice. It's true. Yeah. And like the food is like the seventh thing down yeah. the list that <laughs> yeah, they actually exactly. comment on. They're like, the tile yeah. in the bathroom's lovely. I had like chicken. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> I mean, you can buy the expensive chairs, but the key is you buy the nice ones and you just flip them upside down and then four people can sit on them at once. So you only you get one quarter of the or three true. quarters of the chairs you think you need. Quite the, well, I guess all publicity is good publicity, right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that seems like another good moment for a segue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing that drives all restaurant people nuts, it's Yelp. A necessary evil in today's food landscape. Anybody, informed or not, has the ability to blast your business without any qualifications outside of access to Wi-Fi. And there's really nothing we can do about it. This is a segment we call Wi-Fi Journalists. Oh, shit. This is a new segment to Ticket Stabbers. So basically, what we're going to do now is... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go too. Don't worry. I'm not just trying to slay y'all. But we are going to read some Yelp reviews about our businesses. Oh, shit. And then I, I want you to it. guess how many stars you got for said review. Oh, God. The beauty of Yelp, which is great in some ways because... People usually check Yelp before the restaurant website that you fucking pay for and spend time on getting design. They go to Yelp to find your hours and your location and all that stuff, but they can also see whatever people want on there. Like one time at Eat Me Speak Me, we had a guest who was really mad. He didn't get everything on the menu when he got a tasting menu, and we didn't know why he was so mad, and eventually it came out that he saw it on a Yelp review that you get, like, everything on the menu when you get the omakasa. I was like... And he told me I had misinformation on my website. I was like, don't write the Yelp reviews, bud. How dare you? How dare you? Anyway, so um, I'm going to go first so that you guys don't feel like I'm just roasting y'all. These are going back to eat me, speak me days because obviously Little Bear doesn't have any Yelp reviews yet. I'm sure the <laughs> shitty ones will come soon enough. But Do you want me to post one, a good one real quick? No, no, no. Post a bad one. That's what we're, that's what we're right now. <clears throat> so this first one, uh, just keep in mind... I remember this. It was from our time at SOS Tiki Bar in December. We did a Jewish Chinese Christmas menu. So keep in mind that this took place in December and these people sat on the patio. I remember them very well. Um, and they were taking pictures of their food the whole time. So that also factors into things. Patio in December. It's the way taking you can tell a serious diner. That's right. Just finished my meal here. The food was interesting, but service was awful. We ordered three food items. Soup came out cold. Okay, that's not ideal for an expensive soup that costs $7. But okay, you can take back the soup and warm it up. So then... Gazpacho. I mean, it was <laughs> I actually soup, read this review. It was piping hot soup. It was like hot and sour, thickened with cornstarch. Very hot soup. When you take pictures of it in 30-degree weather for five minutes, yes, it's it going to get cold. cold. Then comes out the cold fried rice. We say again, hey, this is cold. The waiter says, I'll go tell the chef. Shout out to Anthony Dudley, who doesn't live here anymore, but was filling in that night and had this table. He's a great server and uh, really cost us some stars on this night. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of being gracious or saying sorry or even heating up the rice, the waiter comes back and says, the rice left the kitchen warm and just sort of threw up his hands like, well, you can pay $12 for cold food. Can't, Can't help you. I have a mouth and, in parentheses, actually very intelligent brain. I know if something is cold or not cold. We asked for the rice to go out. Oh, sorry. We asked for the rice to go so we can get our $12 rice in our microwave and then found the whole ordeal too insulting and left it on the table. We'll not be back here to eat ever again. Clearly, the chef has let his little, quote-unquote, eat-me-speak-me experiment, in parentheses, not actually his restaurant mind you just a pop-up go to his head you guess how many stars i got for that one three and a half (laughs) that was a solid one nice all right here's number two 
The menu is overpriced. The portions are small. The menu choices are questionable. For example, why would you ruin the texture of a beef tartare with radishes and squash? What about beef tartare begs for a crunchy vegetable? I would rather see more hearty tiki-inspired food. <laughs> we were sharing space at the tiki bar. I love we this person. We were not a tiki bar. <laughs> that one was good. I got three stars for that Oh, one. that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. We're going to call that a win. Yeah. I mean, the food tasted good. Yeah. You know, maybe. Apart from the crunchy vegetables. Yeah. Fucking up that tartare. Well, that was just yeah. a texture <laughs> thing, not a taste thing. Making it all delicious and stuff. Asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Zeb, you want to go next? <coughs> oh, I'd love to. See what to. you got. Saving the best for last. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. boy. Oh, here we go. All right. Hold on. I got to take off my glasses because I'm old. <laughs> take off your glasses to read. I do. Mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah, this happened. I Far-sighted. turned like 41, and all of a sudden one day I'm just here. Review number one. Strong farm-to-table concept. Classic. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> This must have been written by a foodie. Came here for a weekend brunch. Ambiance and store decor were very nicely done. Modern and simple. Oh, you opened a store. I did. I did. Cool. Mm -hmm. I did wish that they kept their AC temp down a little bit more because we were all kind of sweating inside. Can we get back to that post-review? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Georgia heat is real, and it was in the high 90s that day. Food options are all heavily vegan slash gluten-free. You can't find many meaty slash protein options, so look elsewhere if you are not a veggie eater. Brunch menu is hit or miss. Okra we all enjoyed very much. Cheeseburger and baked egg were decent as well. The tortilla, in parentheses, omelet-like looking dish, that was verbatim, was too salty and the potato slices inside were undercooked. Not sure about their dinner menu, but unlikely to return to try more. Number of stars. How many stars do you think you got? That, I'm going for two. Nick, what do you think? I'm an optimist. I'll give you three. Yep, you got three. Oh, <laughs> awesome. A rare case of optimism in restaurants. That is fantastic. <laughs> we, Even 20 years hasn't cured me of it. Yet, <laughs> Jesus, so. God almighty. We, um, for the record, we did have, we have had some issues with the AC, the, um, <clears throat> It's Georgia. It's hot. It is. Actually, do you know today set a record for the most number of days in a row over 90 in our state? Here they am. Climate change is not real. Yeah, it is a conspiracy. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely. At any rate. Review um, number two. Yeah, review number two. Underseasoned is the first cardinal sin of a chef. It was the, the opening line really got me into this one. It yeah, like, they hey, really definitely got to use this one. No, that's like that's coming out with a strong mm-hmm. punch. Guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we had this not sp- under seasoning, mind you, under seasoned. Under seasoned. Yep. is the first cardinal sin of a chef. I like what is my the chef second season. cardinal sin? I'm curious to know. I think it's fucking a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fucking a pizza wrong. <laughs> There's a right way and a wrong way to do everything, folks. Yeah. Oh, this calzone looks easier. It's like, no, that's not a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) The fleshlight of the pizza world. (laughs) 
How do you follow that one up? So? How am I supposed <laughs> to recover from that? All right, I'm going to pull it together really quickly. <clears throat> I'm just going to repeat the first line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really Under season is the first cardinal sin of a chef. Not the second cardinal sin, by the way. It is the first. Um, we had the spetzel, eggplant, okra, and moose. All were under season, but the moose. Was that a dessert moose? That is that okay. is a dessert. That okay. is a, a, a great ambiance, though. Yeah. Number of stars? I'm staying consistent. Three? He got two. Well, fuck them. <laughs> But it was out of three, so. Oh well, that's yeah, perfect then. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I believe that um, first cardinal. That's you could just say cardinal. Yeah. 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 yeah, that is a red bird, right? It's a conspiracy. Jesus, I just got that. You know what? I have way more respect for this reviewer now. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, asshole. Nick, how are you doing over there? Um, you picked out two winners for me here, Jared. Thanks. Yeah, I uh, did one for X and one for Tintin. I split it up. Appreciate that. Very thoughtful. Review number one. I went to X a few months ago with two friends and forgot to give them a review. <laughs> In my case, a really bad one. <laughs> Here's what dun, happened. Dun. Comma. I'm a hospitality interior designer. They always are. And I was excited to see the restaurant because it was designed by a local design firm I admired. Don't forget all the typos and stuff in this one. It's good. Pretty good so far. Okay. Don't get me wrong. The restaurant is well designed, but the service is just okay. I have to be honest. As a French-inspired restaurant, I think their appetizers are pretty average. Because all French-inspired restaurants They're have good fantastic. appetizers. Yeah, mm-hmm. If it were a Spanish restaurant, they'd yeah, be, that'd be okay above average. But, uh, the part that made me give them one star's review... <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we know uh, <laughs> the answer alert. to your question <laughs> is the bouillabaisse entry that I ordered. <laughs> there are two shrimps on the plate. My friend asked me for one and told me is not very good and fishy. Then I tried the shrimp. Does that mean it's not very good and fishy? Like I'm looking for good and fishy shrimp. They wanted a this really is fishy shrimp is what I think. Shrimp. So... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I am pretty sure it went bad is so fishy and made me want to puke. <laughs> I am not a chef by any means, but I do know when shrimp went bad, you are not supposed to eat them let along serve oh in restaurant. <laughs> then I told the waiter he didn't really said anything, just apologized and said he will let the chef knows. <laughs> then they still charged us for that dish. No, they still charged us that dish. Yep, sure did. <laughs> I will never come back here, not even for dessert, not even for desert yeah, and desert. drinks. Deserts. Although I have to say their desert is actually really good, but I can't believe they served us bad shrimp and didn't bother to take that off at the check. Anyway, I will not come here again. I'm going to take a wild stab <laughs> in the dark <laughs> and say one star. You actually got two for that one. No, I'm, okay. just <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. It was one star. <laughs> would have made sense with the amount of typos in there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to say to that one. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. Can't make them all happy. 
Nice desert. Though. I like our shrimp. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I like your shrimp, too. I've yeah. had them a couple yeah. times, and they're always great. Right. Timmy Stubbs, shout out. Mm-hmm. Represent. Yeah, very fresh. Yeah. Probably too fresh for him. That might be the problem. Review number two. It's hard to follow that one up, but we're going to try. Mm-hmm. You'd think a place that has a pickled vegetable board could, you know, make good pickled veg. Got the cheese. Coming in hot. <laughs> Loving where this is yep. going. And they really do. No, it doesn't say that, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no. Five uh. stars. They really do. <laughs> Got the cheese slash charcuterie, and nearly every non-meat cheese item was bland or simply not good. Weird brown carrots, terrible pickled cucumber, very spicy peppers, overly pungent onion, super greasy crackers, etc. The bread on the, the platter. were not pickled, by the way, yeah, so this is not. already like, yeah. you know, come on, focus on the pickled things. Yeah. Well, you know, they're broadening their scope a little bit. Mm, pickled the bread crackers. in the bread platter is also very greasy. If you serve, parentheses, good, parentheses, butter, I guess that's a positive. He's actually saying no, he we serve good butter. butter. Okay. Do you make the butter? We do. Yeah. See? Well, so we're like that. one for nine mm-hmm. thus far. Okay. And roasted garlic and size. Please give me bread that isn't oily already. Jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Service was subpar. Parentheses. Blonde female. Ooh. Didn't even know the menu. Blamed it on being late to the staff meeting. Poss- possible traffic. Traffic sucks. was traffic yeah. was rough that day. <laughs> you see, it's a theme in my restaurant here. Yep. Also, what kind of restaurant employs a server that pries into and? Comments on the personal affairs of customers, and now I know who served them. (laughs) We do not need your input, comma, ever. Take that extra time to know what you serve, since that's supposed to be your job. You know, uh, I didn't want to like them after the first paragraph, but they kind of have a fairly good point in the second paragraph. The server should know what's on the menu and not pry. You can't really argue with any of that. But savagely tearing them apart. They did. I mean, they went strong. Yeah. 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 They also grill meat in the patio, awkwardly right in front of the entrance, so enjoy smelling like pork for the rest of the night if you sit outside. I'll address in one moment. Okay. If you sit inside the main room, you'll be nice and warm in the non air conditioned room, which would be there this. It is. There Atlantans it is. again. Two times, Just like, what the fuck? It's hot here. open patio right here is what they're referring to, as I do remember this yeah. table. Is it a bit of a waste to turn on the AC with open doors? Yes, but that is worse. Is that worse than sweaty customers? Tintin prefers you sweat it out. The restaurant and bathroom look great, but don't judge a book by its cover. So I am quickly proven right that people care about, about the bathrooms. bathrooms yep, first and foremost. Um, HVAC and bathrooms. We were doing an event for Big Green Egg the next day, and right in front of the front entrance, or like way the fuck over there in the corner of this shared community space, you know, everybody has their version of things. Yeah, Earn, relative to the size that of cam, the universe. Baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We uh, need to clean up ash from the far edge of our <laughs> central area that we all share. Uh, I think I remember this. It's it's a one or a two. Yeah, two that's star. a one star. Yeah. Yeah. That's a one star. They were super unhappy, even though we uh, tried to help. Yeah, these were one of these people that were just determined to not enjoy it. Yep. 
I mean, I think we took things off the bill, we moved them to a table inside Tintin, and I think we actually moved them to a table inside X after they had requested to sit outside. I believe, if I'm not wrong, this was like yeah. June. It's hot out here. You're right. Wow. The atmosphere does exist on my patio. Yeah. But what are you going to do about it? Move them into the air conditioning, yeah. but they were thoroughly annoyed by that point by smelling like pork. Yeah. Classic. I will mm. give them credit for having valid points right in the middle of that yeah. review. Yeah, it's like a sandwich. And then they were... The bread of the review was just unbridled roasting of a restaurant. Mm. But the filling was pretty good. Might add something there. It served it open. We can always we take lessons from criticism. Yeah. <laughs> Though I will say, from my perspective, bad Yelp reviews, as dumb as they are, like I'll kind of lose sleep over them sometimes. They they bother me. They, yeah, they can yeah, sting it's sometimes. It's tough. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to keep roasting us. Just know that you know we lose the sleep that we already don't get over them. So think about that next time you bust out your little shotgun keyboard. And like I said earlier, you know, the people that really get to me are the ones that don't tell you there's anything wrong at the restaurant yeah. and then go right home and yelp about it. Which like, happens the m- more often which is than not. Very pretty much common all the time. with like people that want to write a bad review they don't yeah. tell you anything while yep. they're here they don't even give you the chance we just give me a chance that's it we fix it yeah. just give us a chance we'll either take things off your bill send you out different things give you incentive to come back give you a warm hug whatever <coughs> whatever it can be you know we're in the business of making people happy so if you give us a chance if you're not happy with something i guarantee you we're going to bend over backwards to make you happy so cool well, on that note, Nick Leahy, Zeb Zevenson, thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks for having, really thanks for having me. Yeah. Everybody go check out X and Tintin. Go check out Redbird. You guys get anything coming up you want to talk about? Any events? Any random things you want people to know about? You don't have to have anything. Yeah, I, I, We're doing a wine dinner next month with Virginia Willis. That's going to be pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's really, really cool. cool. How do people that? find out about it, get tickets? What do they have to do? Uh, call me on my cell phone. It's <laughs> no, I just uh, <laughs> um, I, there'll be a link on the website to buy tickets in the near future. So you know, just check my website every day, um, <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate it, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. See you soon. Thanks, brother. Good to see you. Thank you for listening to Ticket Stabbers, and thank you to Zeb and Nick for joining us. Our badass music was written by The Pleasure Point, Atlanta's sexiest band, who you can follow on Instagram at the underscore pleasure underscore point. You can also follow our podcast on Instagram at Ticket Stabbers and reach us via email at ticketstabbers at gmail.com. If you work in restaurants, stay strong, you pirates and mongrels. And if you don't, remember, the customer is not always right. And if you disagree, there's a good chance you're terrible. Yelp you later. Thank you.